One of my favorite times of the year is when the Tour de France is on. It's three weeks that I get to see the French countryside. And it's interesting because we see Lance Armstrong now recovering his identity as a cyclist. And he's a certainly an interesting picture of this idea of redemption. And he he was a an excellent athlete and he was at the top of his game but he knew that in order to compete at the level that he wanted to he went along with everyone else and engaged in behavior such as blood doping to give him that extra edge. And so he was not seeing it as wrong. He was seeing it as necessary to achieve a certain end. And so he no longer had this idea of untruth, that this was something wrong. And in fact, he convinced others, look, this is something you have to do. And then later, as some of the athletes had tested positive for substances, they begin to say, hey, this guy that's really, really hot in his game, he, he did it too. And he denied it. Even though he had won several Tour de France titles, had all these jerseys, he was still convinced that he was right. In fact, he had gone to court in his lies and he actually won cases because his idea was what of what was right was actually wrong and he had to continue in this untruth and meanwhile He had convinced all the people who had loved him and adored him that he was in the right. He knew the truth and he continued to lie about it because ultimately he thought, I'm I'm giving back in my helping others 
So what harm is there? So he had kind of justified his untruth with the idea that well the end justifies the means I'm I'm helping people survive cancer I'm giving them hope and he certainly did an incredible amount of good work in that regard yet his past still haunted him And it was unfathomable to his fans that he could possibly be engaged in this behavior that prevent that presented this dissonance inside them. And it wasn't until a few years ago that he actually admitted and he finally recognized that yes this is something that he did and he 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 apologized to the people that he had wronged and and he had been stripped of everything And so I, I tell the story from this perspective of what is going on now and, and how we have some people who are engaged in one lie upon another. And I would be... I would be completely... I would imagine that the the people who are telling these lies are telling themselves, well, at least the end justifies the means. I'm helping people. But they had completely convinced themselves that what they're doing is right, but it doesn't mean that their lies are now the truth and it's interesting because Thomas Merton wrote even back in the 60s had written about the truth and how often we will fix ourselves so much in what we believe to be truth that we have, and, and, and they might even be based on facts that we don't even have supported by evidence, their inferences. And so we perpetuate untruth without really knowing what the truth is and Merton writes the basic falsehood is the lie that we are totally 
dedicated to truth and that we can remain dedicated to truth in a manner that is at the same time honest and exclusive that we have the monopoly of all truth just as our adversary at the moment has the monopoly of all error and in order to support what we believe to be truth we cannot engage in dialogue with another and oftentimes we rather than have a conversation we exhaust all of our energies to prove someone else is wrong and Martin continues we believe finally that truth cannot be preserved except by the destruction of the enemy for since we have identified him with error to destroy him is to destroy error the adversary of course has exactly the same thoughts about us and exactly the same basic policy by which he defends the truth he has identified us with dishonesty insincerity and untruth he believes that if we are destroyed nothing will be left but truth and then he says later so while we are perfectly willing to tell our adversaries he is wrong we'll never be able to do so effectively until we can, can ourselves appreciate where he is right and we can never accept his judgment on our errors until he gives evidence that he really appreciates our own particular truth love love only love of our deluded fellow man as he actually is in his delusion and his in his sin this alone can open the door to truth so it's difficult for us to uncover the truth and break open these ideas that that we have believed and question question how we've been engaged in behavior that supports someone who might not be telling the truth but ultimately we go inside ourselves and ask ourselves what is what is the value that i'm upholding is it this value of freedom and if that's the case 
Is it just freedom for you or is it freedom for all? Is it justice for you or justice for all? Is it independence for you or independence for all? So when we ask ourselves, what really is the value that we're upholding? Is this just values for us or is it values that's for the best? And can we look at those and ask ourselves, am I truly living in truth? Thank you.